Welcome to another episode of Let's Get Fizzy Poll. I'm your host, Christy Sellers, and today I'm joined by the lovely Miss Danielle Leach. Let's get fizzy poll, fizzy poll. I want to get fizzy poll. That was terrible. Um, I felt good. So I might overlay the actual track (laughs) over that because, you know. Yeah. Good idea. needs a bit of work. So, how's it going? Good. Thanks for having me. Thank you for coming on and joining me for a cup of tea. Yes. We're both sitting here with a cup of tea. So, if you're listening to this and you are at home, please make yourself a tea. Yeah, join us. Join us. So, for our Fizzy fam who may not know Danielle... Danielle owns Fizzy Pole Studios Yarraville and also Fizzy Pole Studios Werribee. Yeah, So she has two studios and Werribee's almost three years old. It is three. It's three in January. Oh, it's three. Oh, it is three. Yes. And you also have a new baby who is about to turn one. Yay! I know. So Yarraville turns one in May, um, which is really exciting. Um, I was just saying to someone the other day that... uh, they were like, oh, how long have you been here? And I'm like, oh, we only opened in May. But it was February. <laughs> so, yeah, we're closer to being a year old, obviously, than having just opened. So um, we have our, well, mid-year showcase in May, and it's actually on the day of our first birthday, or, well, the same weekend at least. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, we get to celebrate that with the showcase, our student showcase, and some sort of fun first birthday festivities afterwards. Yes. Yeah, very exciting. And are you going to have students from both studios joining you for that? Yeah, I think so. It's kind of like one big fan. They're sister studios, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. So I think the the Werribee girls would feel a bit um, out of it if I wasn't yeah. going to let them come. And I think you need to fill everyone in on the lingo, the nicknames yes. for the studios. Yep, so Wes and Yaz mm-hmm. is uh, the... Nicknames for Werribee and Yarraville. So much so that Danielle pays her <laughs> franchise fees, calling uh, the reference Wes fees and Yaz fees. So so much more convenient. Yeah. So what's been happening? You just had the Valentine's comp at the Werribee studio. Tell yes. me about that. Tell all of us about that. Tell all of us. So we had a really good day, actually. Um, we had students from, uh, come, they came as far as Albury, mm. um, Terrelgan, uh Grovedale, Carlton. Carlton. Yep. I think that was about everybody. Um, and and Wes and Yaz. And Wes and Yaz. <laughs> <laughs> we had um, 15 competitors across the day and also a uh, guest opening performance from myself, Beth Tyler, one of our instructors, and Steph Bunting, one of our instructors and studio manager, and um, which was really fun. We we did two tricks in the whole thing, yep. <laughs> but it was a, the perfect opening performance. I feel like that's to be expected, especially for the Valentine's comp. Yeah. The focus really is not on the tricks. No. Tell me about some of the, the routines. Yes. So we had um, lots of – there was lots of mess this year. <laughs> um, a few years ago, we ran the Valentine's comp and someone tipped a bucket of glitter powder – over themselves and it's still there and, uh, yep <laughs> still like in the little nooks clean and that out like no. it's probably still in between the floorboard nooks yeah i reckon if we ever had to rip it up <laughs> there'd be glitter <laughs> under there um but yeah instead of glitter this year we had um food 
<laughs> I'll just say it straight. Food. Uh, one of our students, uh, she's from Werribee, Rachel Burt, had a sort of kitchen cooking theme, which was, it was very, well, even though it's a sexy routine, it was a very cute idea, the routine. Yeah. Um, and she had eggs. They were already cracked, so they were just eggshells um, to mimic the movement of cracking an egg. But once she'd finished with that, she threw the shells over her shoulder into the audience and then um, the whole table top got spilt onto the floor. <laughs> then she went over to the microwave and grabbed some pancakes, threw them into the audience. Like real pancakes? Real pancakes. Do, what did people do with them? Um, well, Celestia almost copped one to the eye. <laughs> right in the middle of the face. Um, so that's what you need to do for your judges to, <laughs> that's, to that's get That's where up. you get the bonus points. That well, just shows commitment, really. She came third and also won best costume, <laughs> so it must have worked. But at the very end, she ate a pancake and mm. tipped a bottle of maple syrup on herself. So how'd you get the maple syrup off the floor? Look, it wasn't uh, a quick process. Yep. But <laughs> <laughs> what was your um, intermission entertainment for us cleaning up the <laughs> maple syrup? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, there was about five or six of us, but someone was on the wet cloth, someone was on the dry cloth, and someone was on the vacuum. And it actually, we didn't plan it, but it worked pretty well. So, but yeah, the Valentine's comp as a whole went really well. Um, we had. Uh, so Rach was in third place and also won best costume. Um, G squared or Georgia Gill from Carlton mm-hmm. won best performance. Uh, sorry, sexiest performance. Um, and Emily Montanago from Werribee placed second, and Rebecca Stridsberg from Werribee placed first. And just the vibe of the day um, for the Valentine's comp. So obviously people had come as far as Albury and a lot of the students had perhaps not met each other before, mm. uh, a lot of the competitors, I should say. So, um, But you wouldn't have known it being yeah. there on the day. It was um, it was awesome just having run-throughs and things. The girls were just cheering and... I love that. Like actually encouraging. It was, yeah, it was an awesome awesome day to be a part of, which sounds kind of strange, but I said to them, like, thank you for coming and letting me be a part of it. Yeah, Yeah. it was was really quite contagious. It was awesome. And sometimes when you perform in front of other competitors and performers and your fizzy fam, that is more of a high even than performing in front of the audience. Um, I was actually saying to you earlier that one of my most memorable um, routines that I've done was the run-through at international pole convention in new orleans when i performed there mm-hmm. and um all of the performers were sort of waiting for their run-throughs and the they just went crazy and i typically only do a run-through about 75 80 percent and then as soon as they started going i was just like at 100 percent. i'm like you oh no no my energy, energy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna waste it for the actual show but uh, it was amazing so it's the best vibe yeah when yeah. when the other you know, fizzy pollers are there and they're watching and even yeah. if they're from other studios, like right. you say, you can never have met them and they just got you back. Yeah. And so excited and supportive. And it's for genuine. You. Yes. Yeah, it's actually genuine. It's it was yeah, it was really good. So as you said, Yarraville is about to turn one mm. and when you opened Werribee, you weren't actually full time on the studio. You were yeah. full time in a real estate job. Yes. <laughs> so tell me about that and also about the transition, like mentally what you 
went through to go from working full-time in a day job to then full-time on your studio. Yeah. So obviously a big change, but at the same time, it's kind of hard to, um, there sort of wasn't like, I know this sounds really weird, but there sort of wasn't just, I work and then I run a studio. Mm. There was overlapping with the two. So, um, working in real estate, I was just working nine to five thirty, and I'd, then I'd go home, or I'd go to Paul, and then I'd go home. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Obviously. Um, but then once I opened the studio, I would work till 5.30 and then jump in the car, eat dinner on the way, mm-hmm. drive to Werribee um, and teach a class. I think I only had two classes a night, so by the time I get there, I could teach from 7 till 9. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I'd do that. So I think it was about three or four nights a week to start with, mm. and then it got to – six days a week. So even Saturday mornings I was working at the real estate and then I'd, again, jump in the car and head down. So I guess sort of the main difference is that you're then on your own schedule as opposed to somebody else's. Like you have your nine to five hours and you don't take any work. Well, I didn't need to Mm. take any work home with me from the real estate. So then going for (laughs) sort of having that choice do you want to stay up to 2am and yeah. get all your work done today or do you want to leave some of it to tomorrow or the, I guess, part of a luxury in inverted commas <laughs> is that um, you get to choose your own hours yeah. and, as I said, that could mean 2am if you have to get stuff done. But when you work a day job, like at the real estate, as soon as you clock off, it's done. Like yep. you're not, you know, you're not doing it anymore. And yep. I remember in those first few months, especially, it seemed like the business was really restricted mm. because you weren't really focused Available. 100% on it. Yep. And then as soon as you made that switch, because it was almost like you took a leap yeah. and you sort of lost a bit of that security blanket that you had <laughs> in the real estate job. Yeah. And you took that leap and you were then all of a sudden able to dedicate so much more time into the studio. Yeah. And it just grew. Like it you were became the top performing studio within six months. Yes. And we know And I'm gonna hold on to it. <laughs> because it we like, know that Robin will be listening. Yes. And she is just dominating at the moment. She is. She's doing a very good job. But and I'm very happy for it. <laughs> I'm very happy for it. It's healthy competition, right? But yeah, there was a little time there when um, we were sort of neck and neck, and each month we'd sort of go back and forth for the highest performing franchise. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not quite up there. With her anymore. <laughs> not not that I'm not up there. She's just exceeded. She's overtaken every, all of us. Hasn't yes, she? every sort of milestone that had been. She's going to be very created. happy that we're talking about her. I know. Well, I'm the first one to do the podcast. So, go, because... <laughs> so I bet you on something, Robin. Um, yeah, no, but uh, it it was it was it was amazing to have all of this time to be able to put energy into it rather than just being restricted to the hours I had left in the day after my job, if that made sense. So to actually put the studio first was awesome. But at the same time, I had to because I didn't have the security of a full-time job anymore. Yeah, yeah, you had to make it work. Yeah, so it was either sink or swim. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) But what what was it like because – you know, you're working that job and not necessarily loving it. Mm. In fact, probably yeah, 
you know, opposite, opposite slightly. <laughs> slightly. But, and then you go from that to having your own business and something that you're so passionate about, but there is still that balance. And I think mm. a lot of people don't really understand that owning a studio, it's not all rainbows and unicorns. Like is <laughs> there is still work involved. Yeah. Like it may be work that we all love, but mm. There's a lot that goes into even just putting a timetable together. Oh, don't and- talk to me about timetabling. <laughs> <laughs> Out of all the things in the studio, timetabling is my least favourite <laughs> thing. Like, it is on the bottom of the list. <laughs> it's the worst. Yarraville's not too bad at the moment because it's still so new. There's time yes. in the timetable to be able to reschedule and move. But it's kind of getting to a point where I'm like, oh, this might be getting a bit tight. Whereas where are we, like... Just don't even talk to me. <laughs> I don't even want to know about it. But. Yeah, it's always easy when you've got the space on the timetable and the space in the rooms mm. that you can just put the classes wherever they, wherever you want to put them. Yeah. And people are like, yep, yeah, we want 7 o'clock. And you're like, no worries. Yeah. And then when it starts to fill up, you're like, can you do 3.30 p.m.? <laughs> <laughs> I actually oh, had classes running like that. You had classes running at 10 p.m. Still do. You have a 10 p.m. class. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we do. Oh my god! Yeah, as you say, there's parts of the job that obviously are more favourable than others, as there is in any job. Mm. Um, But I think obviously having the passion towards it all makes it, uh, I'm not going to say easier, but more enjoyable. Yeah, you feel more fulfilled. Yes, yeah. And I think that's really important in a job, no matter which job you are in. And I sort of floated between quite a few jobs before doing yeah, this. Um, you did makeup and yeah, stuff like that. beauty stuff and then sort of a different, few different real estates, but pole was always there. Yeah, it was. So that was kind of a sign, <laughs> but it was really important to me, um, which I think I learnt through the other jobs that I had had. I wanted to be part of something that I could um, have an opinion and it be valued mm. or even just asked my opinion in the first place. Yeah. Um, and that opinion can sort of potentially help others. So to be a part of the franchise was a huge thing for me because I, I knew that it was, um, yeah, a, a place where... Your opinion where, is valued. Yeah, yeah, it's valued and it's heard and you are support supported and surrounded by other women that have the same values and sort of thoughts and opinions and can challenge each other a little bit, yeah. which I think is really good. Um, but then also to be able to bring Fizzy Pole to another community yes. and like the Werribee community, obviously, because Werribee was the first one. Mm-hmm. It's just crazy now. A good crazy. <laughs> they actually all are crazy, but, <laughs> but it's a good crazy. So to, to be able to bring pole dancing to them, like some people there now are the best of friends and yeah. in each other's weddings and stuff because they and met even at pole yourself, and like Jem is yeah we met through pole yeah and well you and I and Talana yeah and yeah so many pole friends um, <laughs> but you've been able to within your staff put on a manager yes so Steffi Steph Bunting is our manager for the Werribee Studio which is really exciting so that was a I guess a goal of mine. Uh, moving forward and it also allowed us to be able to do the Yarraville studio Mm. was needing some oh well another studio was having someone to oversee Werribee uh, um 
and manage it and sort of do the timetabling. <laughs> and those, That's the whole reason you gave her that job. Basically, yes. <laughs> um, which she does very well. Good job, Steph. Um, but, yeah, it, it's awesome to be able to, to delegate and as hard as it is, it was very hard at the start. I don't know if you had a similar thing with, I don't know, putting on staff, but not having the the immediate control of doing things yourself yeah, was you, hard to get used to. You try to almost micromanage because you're wanting to make sure that it's done how you want it done. Your way. <laughs> yeah, but at the same time you do need to relinquish some of that control, take a step back and let the person do their job. And when you do it, oh, it's so good. Yeah. <laughs> when you do actually step back and they also know what they're doing and mm-hmm. it works, you're like, why did I not do this? Yeah ages ago <laughs> and it's got to be the right person though so obviously Steph is doing a very good job she so is. good job Stephie <laughs> yeah so funny story about Steph's pole journey and how it started she started pole with a couple of friends and um she told me that she used to sit in the car until the time of the class that it should start so for seven o'clock class she wouldn't come in 10 minutes early mm. she'd sit in a class in her car until seven and then come in because she was so anxious about sort of being there and doing pole dancing. Um, she also felt that she wasn't perhaps very good at it. Um, wow. She, she, I know. That's I amazing know. to think now. <laughs> <I know. laughs> so she um, wasn't going to sign up for level two, mostly because she couldn't do an S pose. And I said to her, just give me one more term. You need to do level two. Mm. If you still feel the same in eight weeks' time, I promise I won't bother you about, like, rebooking rebooking again. But just give it term two. Best decision she ever made. Right? (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's been, I can't imagine that she would be shy and uncomfortable. Well, she's actually had a huge weight loss journey as well, which sort of was a goal of hers, um... Uh, she looks amazing. So she ended. She's very tall, so yeah. it doesn't look like she's lost so much. But overall, she's lost about I think it was seventeen or eighteen kilos. Wow! Yeah, and wow. I mean, for those that know Steph, you would think that is not possible. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, because she's quite tall, I guess it was kind of spread out. But that was a goal of hers to, I guess, just get since in better shape. Since she straight. started at wherever. Yeah, since oh she started. My God. Yeah. That is amazing. Yeah. And obviously, that's that's just such a great story not just the physical transformation but obviously her mental transformation like she is just so comfortable with herself now I feel like I see her bum on Instagram (laughs) more than I see yours which is saying a lot I know I need to keep up with it (laughs) you do need to Sunday bum day yeah all right oh I was gonna say next week tomorrow (laughs) (laughs) yeah so are there any other students that come to mind that have had a transformation or a, mm. a journey like many, yeah, <laughs> apart from all of them. Many. Um, there's probably I can do probably one from each studio, which gives a bit of a different perspective time-wise. Mm. Um, there's a student who has been with Werribee since the very beginning, since term one, so three years ago. Oh, I should have wished her a happy anniversary. Actually, because <laughs> we just had our third birthday for Werribee, but. Um, you can ring her tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> um, Lauren Saman. Um, yeah. So she started in the very first term and is obviously still there. And she's kind of like a pole mum. She is. One of the girls in the uh, Valentine's comp the other day said, yep, Lauren's my manager. <laughs> 
she had like all of her stuff sorted, was running around after her and um yeah, and I feel like everyone at the studio knows Lauren. Um I think she knows more of the students than I do now. <laughs> just saying something. But well, you are at Yarraville as well. Yes. So yes. I'll, okay. But she's the Werribee Studio mascot. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Mm. She should. She should get a title for that. Yep. A um, cape. Okay. Organise a cape. All right. <laughs> we'll note that one down. A cape sounds we'll good. Down. Yeah. She's just sort of the real mum figure. Um, however long you've been there, yeah, I feel like the students know her and she will come and answer your question before you've even thought that you need to know the answer to it, Mm. Um, which is just awesome. And at the Valentine's Comp also she um, sponsored a photographer for the day. That's amazing. Which was amazing. I didn't know anything about it. No. So she just walked up and goes, this is Beth, the photographer. Where do you want her? And I was like, oh, "Oh, I didn't. I couldn't get a photographer. We didn't save a spot for you. (laughs) (laughs) I was fully like, oh, I should have known so I could have organised it better. But, um... Yeah, no, it was just – it was an awesome gesture for her to do that. Um, That's so lovely. Yeah, so that kind of gives you an insight for the mm. sort of person she is and what she does for the studio. But um, on sort of the other side, uh, Yarraville, um, I have a student there. Her name is Kelsey Johnson mm-hmm. and obviously not long started. So she's going into level four in term two this year. Yeah. And um, – her transformation just across these few short terms has been incredible. Um, her <laughs> fear of sort of thinking about going upside down in level oh, two. Wow. A lot of people have that. Yeah. I think it's just the idea of your butt being above your head <laughs> and you're not on the ground. And it's also very hard to, um, like, orientation. Being mm. upside down, you're sort of like, hang on, wait, is that my right hand or is that my left hand? I don't know. Oh, maybe it's my leg. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, which way is up? Because usually my feet are underneath me, but they're on top of me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where I am. And then um, your teacher's going, now move your left elbow around the right foot. What? <laughs> it's I like my head is. playing Twister on yes. a pole. Yes, that's mm. a good analogy. It is. Yes. I'm going to coin that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but she even said herself the other day that tricks aren't don't feel as hard as the level two inverted crucifix. I was like, that's because you're used to being upside down now. Yeah. But it's probably just more for her, um, like a confidence thing. Um, I obviously didn't know her before at all Mm. and, um, getting to know her and just, yeah, watching that confidence grow has been, has been really awesome. And especially bringing it to Yarraville. It's obviously a whole different community. When we opened the studio, we sort of didn't know if it would work there, um, or how to make it work there, I suppose. Um, yeah, because it's a completely different vibe. Like if yeah. you've been to both the Wes and the Yaz <laughs> studios, you'll know they're, they're completely different spaces. Like you yeah. walk into Yarraville, it's got a lot of greenery. Yeah. There's um, You've got a little workstation bench yes, thing. It's got a lot of lounging areas. Yeah. Partly the, um, the issue that we had with Werribee was that there just isn't that much space over there, not mm. like there is at Yarra- Yarraville. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a much smaller space. But I think um, I like each studio for different reasons. Mm. I mean, Yarraville, uh, sorry, Werribee isn't the prettiest to look at, but it's, it's still lovely. It's still lovely. <laughs> and I think the vibe there, because we have been open longer um, and the, the, the community and the family is just so good. So when you walk in there, I still get that nice feeling Mm, i don't know it's just so comfortable yeah whereas and 
at Yarraville, obviously, we're, we're building that um, family vibe. It's starting to become stronger. So still have all the students at Yarraville. <laughs> well, it's only coming up to one year. So yeah. as that develops, like you walk into Ballarat and there's so much history there, mm. you know, so it's, um, it does develop. Yeah. And I feel like a new studio is like a new baby. Like yes. it, when, you know, you first open, it requires so much time and attention. You've yeah. got to put so much love into it. And then as it gets a bit older, it starts to give you some of that love back yes. and it just makes everything so much more rewarding. Oh, I love that. You're going to cry. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but the, the Yarraville space physically to walk into gives you a nice feeling. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the, that's starting to come back from the students. So I think, yeah, I like both of them, obviously. Mm. So tell us what's happening that's new in mm. Yarraville. You've got some plans for the within the next year. Yeah, so we're always planning things, Sam, my yes. partner. I tell her, I. I, 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 I don't know how many times I tell you to just, yeah. just take a breath. And I'm like, but I can like, yeah. Which is funny coming from me because I'm yeah. very much like that. I'm like, yes. and this, and this, and this. You probably think through things a bit more than I do. Yeah. <laughs> I just get excited and go, let's do everything. And I'm on your shoulder like, hang on, hang on. Hang on, hang on. Um, but we are really excited to – the Yarraville studio has a space out the back um, and – Yes, hopefully sometime within the next year, we're planning to make it a dedicated aerial space. Yeah, which is really exciting. Your students are going to be listening, just oh going. Oh. <gasps> <What>? <laughs> because across both Werribee and Yarraville, we don't have an aerials space mm. at either of them. We offer um, aerials at both, but they're within the pole rooms. Yeah. So to have a, a dedicated aerials room, right, with like the proper rigging, yeah, fabricated and, from scratch, yeah. And- that is works. very exciting. Like, I'm so excited. I know. Yeah, I can and see I'm... you here. You're like, yeah, <laughs> bouncing. And I'm a more of a pole person myself than Ariel's. Oh, look out. I know. <laughs> oh, we'll see how that happens when I get a new Ariel's room. room. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so hopefully yeah. that'll come I'm along. I'm never going back to pole. I'm on the Ariel's now. <laughs> no, I don't think that'll happen. No. Um, and then hopefully with that we can offer kids classes soon as well. Yes. Some kids circus, which we're Because you did a festival day um, at the, was it the Yarraville Festival? The Yarraville Festival, Festival, yeah. And you had a heap of interest for kids. Some of the kids. So just quickly, we were in like the little um, arts entertainment area and there was a stage there where like schools came up and sang songs and dance schools come and did stuff and the kids, it was actually good because it gave us a break on the pole <laughs> for the day because we were exhausted. It's so tiring. It was nine hours of pole. Yeah. I couldn't make a fist at the end of the day. She sent me a video the next day saying that she had some stroke and she couldn't move. I actually did. Uh, yeah. That's <laughs> not funny. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Yeah, it's funny now. On the day it was not funny. Um, but the, the kids would just line up and then come up and do a spin and come down and go to the back of the line. Oh, my God. And just take turns. But some of them were incredible. One girl, she was maybe eight and she was so flexible. She did a straddle and was basically in a spatchcock. Like, <sighs> it was ridiculous. Just And you're standing over there like, okay, it's taking me I went nine up- years to get even half that flexibility. Yeah, I, say, <laughs> I can't spatchcock. <laughs> but I went up to her mum and just said, can I have her? Yeah. And she thought I was a little bit crazy, I think. But I said, she's amazing. Even if it's not pole, 
like hoop aerials, aerials wow. she would be phenomenal. Yep. And her mum sort of was like, oh, yeah, like whatever. Yeah, and, no, really. And I was yeah. like, can I give you my details or can I have your number? <laughs> and then the girl liked our page on Instagram. <gasps> So and I now you're stalking her. <laughs> She's not listening in a to way. the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but Amazing. Yeah, so I've never had uh, kids' classes at either studio either. Um, so that'll be fun and exciting to bring in. And hopefully it might be something that can happen at Werribee as well. Yeah. Um, but and with a dedicated the kids' area division space. within Ignite is just getting so much bigger. Like, I don't, I would never They're going to be overtaking all of us. Yeah. yeah. Giveaway time! Yeah. This is very, very special. So this week, the winner of our competition is getting <gasps> drumroll. <laughs> That's our size. <laughs> um, a half an hour private or Skype private. Yay! Yay! With Daniel. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> With me. <laughs> that Just was kind of meant to be the incentive, but... So yeah. all you need to do is share this episode on your social media, mm-hmm. tag Fizzy Pole Studios Australia Facebook page, or if you're sharing on Instagram, the handle is at Fizzy Pole. Or you could share on both. You could share on both. chances to win. Oh, my God. Yeah. Let's see who loves me the most. Every, <laughs> every share is an entry. Yes. Bam away, people. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited to see who wins. Yes. So we will announce that winner in one week. And um, we better let you go. Thank you so much yeah, for joining so today. And I hope everyone's gotten to hear a little bit more about Danielle and her plans for the Yay. studios. And we won't sing the song once again for you. No. We will leave you with the <laughs> proper we'll outro. And we'll see you next time. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Let's get this.